You can call me crazy for the things that I might say, but I know in the end, um, you can laugh all you want to, but I know there's going to come a day when uh, we all come together and kneel and bow at the feet of Jesus Christ, who's going to come back um, to claim his own and to uh, set the record straight. Welcome to It's a Religion the podcast that seeks to discuss faith and worldview from a Christian perspective, the one way um, to God. There's not multiple ways, uh, no matter what uh, Oprah might say. But um, <clears throat> we exist to, to promote the concept of creationism, promote the concept that, that there is a God who created you and you are worth something because of that. Um, you have great worth. And you are not a random act of chance. And uh, this life is not all there is. There will be something after this that you need to be prepared for. And we're going to talk about uh, life in terms of politics and things like that from a faith perspective. And ask, what you know, what does God think on these subjects, on this uh, news story, on this? And again, we don't know the answer to that a lot of the times, but we can... Uh, we can take an educated guess based on his word, the Bible, and what it says. <clears throat> so, welcome. My name's Ehud, son of Dennis. Coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America into the republic, not democracy, for which it stands. Um, two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. And that, I believe, is the new should be the new American credo. I need to copyright that before somebody steals it. Um, and, uh, um, in that sense, we are a divided nation. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You've got a, <clears throat> excuse me, a federal government trying to become, uh, tyrannical, uh, leftist, um, trying to become the CCP of the United States, the CCP of the divided States. And thank God we have state governments that can push back on some of this stuff. And if we didn't, if we weren't set up the way that the framers did, uh, I think we'd be in deep doo-doo already. Um, after a stolen election, which was very obvious to anyone that, that has half a brain and pays any attention whatsoever, um, to see how you know Biden basically got votes just magically appearing overnight, when he was getting his rear end handed to him, um, it's beyond me how anybody can think that man won the election. And, uh, you know, when Trump increased his vote total, that is, there are so many things that have never happened in the election in this country, in a presidential election, that we are supposed to believe happened um, that didn't mean anything, I should say, in the election of Joe Biden last um, November. And uh, so we have a faux president. We have a faux Justice Department that is now trying to uh, circumvent the rule of law to um, go after people just for what they believe or what they might know about them. Uh, my wife and I watched a story about a, a gentleman this morning that uh, just highness. The guy's being held for like 40 days on a misdemeanor charge of being in the wrong place at the wrong time without bond, without due process, without being read his rights. And, uh, you know, what recourse do we have against the Federal Bureau of Investigation? Um, I, I don't understand. It's, it really is incredible what's going on. 
and uh, things that I never, ever would have thought I would have seen in this country. But you know what? Here's a little secret. People are sinful. And everybody is sinful. Some worse than others. Um, those of us, uh, those on this planet that do not follow the Lord Jesus Christ, do not have the Spirit of God dwelling in them, are more apt to follow the other direction, Satan and the powers of evil, um, because ultimately this is a spiritual battle, folks. It's not, hey, everybody's basically good and some people fail once in a while. No, it's everybody's evil. And by the grace of God, you can do some good things once in a while. Um, and if you commit to following him, and I believe that's a free will choice that he gives all of us, um, it's still going to be a struggle. It's going to be a struggle every day to do that. But by his word, by his power, we can. He says, you can do nothing without me uh, in the word. And I believe that's true. We need him. We need his spirit. We need his guidance. We need his protection, his uh, grace to really do anything good. So on this show, we usually start out with some scripture in the morning to talk about, um, to get into a biblical discussion right out of the gate. And I was in the book of John. We're going through the book of John right now. And in chapter 17, verse 15, it says this, I pray not that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through your truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, even so I have also sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also, which shall believe on me through, your, through their word, that they may all be as one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you have sent me. And so at some point the world's going to believe that Jesus was sent by the Father because that's the end of everything. And at that end, um, people are either going to be going into an eternity um, with him, with Jesus and with the Father, or um, they're going to be gone and no more. Uh, I don't know, you know, at some parts it says eternal damnation, but at some parts it talks about being thrown into a lake of fire. I mean, I don't know specifically what's going to happen to everybody at that point, um, but the Bible is pretty clear that there will be a point, a point of culmination of this creation. And if you look at scientifically even, there are a lot of things that point to that, um, that there are basically a clock that's going to wind down and it's going to be done. You know, the sun is going to be gone someday. It's not going to continue forever. And any scientist that will tell you that, I mean, they have no idea how long the sun's going to burn. They'll say that they do, but it's all guesswork. It's all inference based on things that they can observe and think is going to be true. But um, as smart as some of these people sound, they really don't know. They don't have a clue. So don't let them fool you. Don't let people fool you that stand there and say, oh, six million years ago, this happened. For sure. You know, I mean, almost like it's gospel, like somebody was there to observe it. And that's my first question to them is, well, were you there to see it? No, but we know what happened because da 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 da, you know, there was 16 grams of uh, argon in this thing that we found out in the desert somewhere. And it just, it cracks me up. So do you really know how much was in there to start with? Well, no. 
you know that after like three half lives, you really can't tell that much anymore. So to to guarantee that that was six million years old would be pretty incredible. Um, and just things of that nature, the things that they don't tell you. It's just like the things that you don't hear from the government um, about the vaccines, right? We had all these deaths. We had all these issues. Um, it's not really protecting anybody of anything. Oh, but it's, we're going to mandate it anyway. So, um, again, it, folks, it's a spiritual battle at the core. People that stand there and tell you that the earth is, you know, six million years old and, and our, you know, the universe is uh, 10 billion years old, whatever it is, because it changes all the time because they because they don't know. Um, are basically feeding you a line because they don't want to put their faith and trust in God and creation and uh, have to adhere to that that mindset or that morality. Um, you know, it's it's pretty obvious. So, but this is pretty neat. You know, when Jesus talks about this, he says, your word is truth. So what is your starting point for truth? Is it the Communist Manifesto? Is it Sololinsky's Rules for Radicals? Is it um, the philosophy of Nietzsche? Is it uh, Joe Biden's latest speech? What is it? You know, is, is truth something that is always true? Is it objective in nature? Or is it subjective? Is it something that everybody can define their own truth? That's kind of the credo of this life at this point you know your truth might not be my truth well truth is truth and here jesus much like he said i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father but through me he says sanctify your word through your sanctify them these who believe in me through your truth your word is truth and so he's basically saying god's word is the starting point for all truth and so the fact that we are created beings with a purpose with a soul, with a desire to worship, that uh, we either point towards God, the one who created us, or something else, uh, I think is inherent in all of us. You know, the fact that we know certain things are right and wrong, and that was one of the things that led C.S. Lewis to become a Christian from being an atheist. Um, the wonderful Darwinian upbringing I think he probably had over in England, because they worship him more than they worship the Lord in England nowadays. Um, but he doesn't pray that, that God should take, take folks out of the world because we're here to affect the world. We're here to help the world understand those who are without, uh, Christ, those who don't know him. Um, those of us who do are supposed to help others know who he is and what he said and the good news of his gospel and what a beautiful thing that is. And, uh, no matter what we see in this world that is so, uh, disturbing in so many ways, uh, things that, uh, just boggle my mind, you know, the evil that's out there. Um, but even in, you know, when I think about veterans, here's a veteran that we just heard about this morning that has been held for 40 days. Um, after defending this country for 20 years on a misdemeanor charge with no, never read him his rights, never showed the arrest warrant or the, the search warrant that they supposedly had to come into his home. Um, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's amazing what is going on. And I thank God for places like InfoWars, Ken Matthews, 
Um, some of these places, you know, Fox News used to be one, but I question their validity anymore. Sound seems like some of them fight. Tucker seems to to put up a fight, but uh, you know, it it brings into question, and I, I'm thankful that you know, if we just had ABC, CBS, NBC, nobody'd ever know. Nobody'd ever know that there were issues with the vaccine. Nobody would ever know that there were. It's absolutely stupid to make kids wear masks in school does nothing to prevent the virus from spreading nothing absolutely nothing and yet how many people are doing it because of fear because people put the devil's faith which is fear over and above faith in god and uh when you have more concern for what men or women you know people think of you and think of situations than you do about what god says about something you're going to walk in fear and Lord knows I've done that in the past at times and I've paid for it. Uh, you know, it, if you're not walking in faith, you're not walking, you're running away, I guess. So, um, <clears throat> so, you know, you've got the, uh, even the law doesn't mean anything anymore. I mean, a court comes out and tells Biden, no, you can't, you can't do this mandatory vaccination thing through OSHA and try and tell businesses how to operate in that way. That's, there's a lot of constitutional issues there. Um, uh, things of that nature. Um, and there's just, there's a lot going on that goes along with that. Um, one of the, uh, things that's happened recently that that I'm going to go switch to the news a little bit. Um, I grew up a Chicago Bears fan, and though I'm not crazy about it like I used to be, because, again, I think that was idolic almost to, an, to a point, and now it's like, you know, all, all these guys overpaid, most of them crybabies, um, for playing a game. You know, any professional sport, I don't care what it is. Those guys make way too much money. And again, God bless them. If it's a free market, if they can get that much money for playing a game, you know, more power to them. I don't beseech them doing it. I just think as a society, it's just such a waste that we put so much emphasis on entertainment, whether it's through sports, uh, movies, uh, you know, who cares what an actor thinks? They act like other people. They act like somebody else for a living. And somehow they're royalty and they know more than we do. You know, politicians, most of them, you know, a lot of them are lawyers. What, why, how, how do they even understand economics? Most of them don't, I would say, which is why we get in messes that we get in. Um, but again, think about that. Think about the faith that you put in other people or the, you know, why somebody would get excited to meet a rock star or a, you know, someone in that, in the entertainment industry versus being excited about meeting a teacher or a preacher or a, somebody who's really making a difference in other people's lives versus just entertaining people. But, you know, as a society, we put uh, emphasis on entertainment, don't we? So, if that's the case, it makes sense that, sorry, my lighting went crazy on me. If that's the case, then it makes sense that, 
you know, those folks make a lot of money and they're put up on pedestals. But one instance I took some pretty good cheer on. As a Bears fan, uh, I used to hate the Green Bay Packers. But they always seemed to have a great quarterback. And, and uh, you know, Brett Favre was there for a long time and I used to hate him. But then got finally I wound up liking him because he's just such a solid guy and, and just a good old, you know, good old boy, blue-collar guy, you know, like that. And Aaron Rodgers, who I really didn't care for, but he came out uh, last week and defended, you know, he had basically said that he was vaccinated by the sounds of, which I don't condone lying in that sense. But there was a reason, you know, he was trying to protect himself because he couldn't, for some reason, couldn't take the vaccination. And then he got COVID. And for those of us who have had COVID, now I had a pretty, pretty staunch case where a couple of days I was really, uh, you know, my breathing absorption was down to like 85%, which, you know, when that happens, they say you're supposed to be on oxygen or at, at the hospital on a ventilator. Well, I went on oxygen and, but I started taking ivermectin and, uh, within a couple of days and, and a regimen along with that with some antibodies and, um, uh, zinc and some other things. And within a couple of days, I was feeling much better, you know, and it took a couple of weeks after that before I was back to hundred percent because it's, that's such a draining, uh, disease when you get it bad. Um, and don't start taking something right away if you get it bad, but, um, it just, it, it really is. It was neat to see someone at that level in the entertainment business, um, taking a stand and not, you know, basically saying, look, wokeness isn't going to change my mind on this. You, I don't care what you people think. And you saw stories, oh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't know what he's talking about. And he basically said, I followed the the protocol that uh, that Rogan guy had. Because Rogan was, you know, he's been giving everybody a bunch of, you know what, from, because uh, he just, he took ivermectin. He was fine in like three days. Wasn't a big deal. And, you know, there's a huge information war going on right now, but at its core, it's both spiritual. And, you know, when you look at uh, one of the things the Bible talks about is the love of money is at the root of all evil. And I think that that goes along with the love of power, the love of influence, the love of control, um, because money means a lot of those things. If you have a lot of money, you can control and influence many things. And there's a lot of money at stake in getting everybody to get vaccinated. And it, it just really is amazing that we've gone from a place where uh, people are free to choose these types of things to where your medical information isn't even uh, private anymore. You know, the government says no. And, you know, now you even have a court coming out telling Joe Biden he can't do this or the, the White House can't do this the way that they want to. And yet he doesn't seem to care. Well, no, you should just do it anyway, because I told you so. So, and then you got this young kid up in Wisconsin uh, on trial, this Kyle Rittenhouse, just a solid kid, he seems like, um, and was protecting himself. It was obvious. Um, and yet the left just wants to um, chastise this guy and put him in jail and do everything they can to him. To, uh... Hi, Ethan. Hi, Dad. Um to make an example of him this kid they're trying to destroy him and you got these apparently blm people saying they're gonna come tear the city down if they go they'll get the verdict they want where's the justice in that 
you people who want justice for yourselves, you deny it to other people. How is that justice? You know, if this kid was just defending himself, which every video I've seen, it looks pretty obvious to me. You know, a guy was going after him with a skateboard to beat him. Really? I mean, how smart is it to do that to somebody that's carrying an AR-15 in the first place? Why isn't everybody giving that kid a hard time? Well, I mean, he's dead, but what I mean by that is he had, kind of had it coming. You know, you see a guy sitting there with an AR-15 and you're going to go give him a hard time? Uh, walk around. Walk the other way. That makes no sense to me. But that's another spiritual thing going on in this country. People that are of a certain mindset think they they are not going to get in trouble for things now because of what you've seen over the last year. And that's propagated even more crime, even more um, boldness, if you will, and crimes that are um, being committed. But it gets back to a spiritual battle, right? If people have Christ at the center um, and really understand the morality that comes along with that, the the things in which Christ explains to us to serve others, to be others-minded, to take care of things the right way. Um, There's a lot that that does that. So anyway, there's, there's a serious divide in this country. I don't know. In my mind, it, it almost makes sense to say, you know what? Let's just split up. Let's let certain states go one way and certain states go another. And uh, even within states, maybe half the state goes one way and half the state goes another. And we'll form two unions, one that's built on conservative Christian principles Um and the other one can be built on leftist, uh, you know, CCP style principles. And um, let's see how it all works out. You know, China would be nothing without capitalism. Do you people realize that on the left? They would have nothing. They would be worse than dirt. They would be the old Soviet Union. But because all of our manufacturing went over there and then we buy everything from them, um, that goes into Walmart and all our other box stores. Um, that's where they've received their power from. And it's really a sad thing. But, cap, you know, they wouldn't be anything without capitalism. But the dirty little secret is, at this point, the Democrats see what they've done, and that's what they want for this country. They want to control all of that commerce. They want to control everything to the point where they decide who the winners and losers are, and that's what they do over in China. So... Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up with that today. Be blessed. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, um, please email us at ehud at itsareligion.org and we will be happy to uh, send you a Bible, help you uh, get to know the Lord Jesus because he is the way, the truth, and life and no one comes to the Father but through him. And uh, if you don't know him, you're missing out. I'm just telling you because it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. So thank you for stopping by and we'll catch you tomorrow. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing. The summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings if I still got breath in these lungs. And that's all I need to get.